Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles, one of the pastors here at First Family Church, and I'm really glad you've joined us today. Uh, this is our first Extra Point Podcast that will be tied to our new series on the Holy Spirit. The new series is called um, The Holy Spirit, God's Presence and Power with Us. And so we're now taking some time on the Extra Point podcast each Tuesday to uh, look further at the text and the topic that we are investigating for the next nine or ten weeks. And I'm really thrilled. I'm just really stoked to be able to uh, teach this series with some other teaching pastors here on the Holy Spirit. It's kind of a biblical theology series that will lay groundwork for what we're going to be doing when we get back into Ephesians chapter 4. So welcome today. It's Tuesday, May the 4th, and I'm really glad you're listening. I want to take some time to look at just a couple of things in the text we looked at Sunday. Uh, We did look at John 14, verses 16 and 17, and we used it really just from a larger perspective to gain some introductory understanding about the Holy Spirit. So we weren't able to cover every aspect, and neither will we in the full series, by the way. There's such a wonderfully deep uh, subject of the third person of the Trinity. Uh, but there's some, some things in that text in John I want to bring to your attention that I did not cover Sunday. First of all, uh, he is called the Spirit of Truth there in this text. I believe it's John 14. Um, in verse 17, he's called the Spirit of Truth. In verse 16, he's called another helper. Um, but the, the title, the Spirit of Truth, is intriguing It's one of about 19 titles in uh, the Old and New Testament for the Holy Spirit. In fact, um, let me just read you some of the titles. Uh, I won't read the references where they're found. I will actually take a picture of this. It's from uh, Moody's Handbook of Theology, and I thought this was an interesting chart. Uh, They list 19 titles with corresponding scriptures and even what each title uh, emphasizes. Let me just read you some of the titles, and I'll post this on our church's group page on Facebook. Uh, You may can look at it there. Uh, But he's also referred to as one spirit, um, the Lord, the spirit, the eternal spirit, the spirit of glory, the spirit of life, the spirit of holiness, uh, the holy one, spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of knowledge, uh, the spirit of grace. And there's a few more. As you can see, there are several titles, and it seems that when he's given a title, uh, it does seem to emphasize a function or a role, such as his unity or his glory, his holiness, his omnipotence, his truthfulness. And so just be aware that there are several uh, ways the Holy Spirit is uh, referred to in both the Old and New Testament. Here he is called the Spirit of Truth, and this primarily refers to Uh, to what he does um, and his uh, ability, his supernatural uh, role and function to guide God's people um, through the Word of God um, to the character of God. So he's called the Spirit of Truth uh, here in John 14. Also notice something very intriguing that we did not touch on Sunday. This uh, Holy Spirit, the, the Spirit of Truth, this Helper, Um, The world cannot receive him, and the world can neither uh, see him or know him. That's what John 14, 17 says. This is Jesus talking, by the way. And he says that the world cannot know him or see him or receive him. Now, there's a lot to that. I just want to focus on one aspect, and that's this. 
Jesus said the world cannot see him. And it makes me ask this question, well, can we see the Holy Spirit? And in one sense, and I'm taking this in context of the disciples, uh, they couldn't see the Holy Spirit either. We can't see the Holy Spirit. Now, we can see the effects of the Holy Spirit. We see God's presence and power manifest at specific times. But to be most specific to this text, you know, how do we see the Holy Spirit? And I think what's going on here is I think Jesus is making a reference to the deity of the Holy Spirit because the disciples did see Jesus, but the world did not see Jesus either, at least not who he really was. They saw a human, a man who with a name Jesus, but they did not see him, as John says he was, as God in the flesh. And so in one sense, the world did not see Jesus, and so they did not see the Holy Spirit either. But the disciples, the, um, the sense is, you do know him, speaking of the Holy Spirit. You can receive him and you can see him. How did they see the Holy Spirit? Jesus may here um, have been saying, you know, you've, you've seen me. And so in one sense, you've seen the Father. Excuse me, you've seen the Holy Spirit. And uh, I mistakenly said Father there because Jesus also said that about the Father. He said, if you've seen me, uh, you've seen the Father, and yet he also said at one point, uh, no man has seen God at any time. And so there is much mystery here, uh, but I think this is one of those subtle references to the deity of the Holy Spirit and to the unity of the Godhead, um, where if you've seen Jesus, yes, in one sense you've seen the Father, you've seen the Spirit, and yet uh, there are they are three distinct persons, so no one has seen God, and you don't see the Holy Spirit and yet, because there is one God, in one aspect, you have seen them. So I think that's a really intriguing phrase that Jesus um, makes here, that the world cannot know him or see him or receive him, and yet his disciples can. And how? I think they saw him because they saw Jesus. One last thing here on today's Extra Point, and that is a, a book recommendation uh, those who are following along with us, I want to encourage you to pick up um, a tremendously helpful book on the Holy Spirit, and especially the Old Testament. It's called Knowing the Holy Spirit Through the Old Testament by Christopher Wright. Now, I recommend this book as well as anything else that Christopher Wright has written. He's a beautifully poetic writer in the sense that uh, he uses images and phrases and words to really paint a beautiful picture of our Lord and Savior. Um, I think one of the most moving books I've read in the last, I would say, six to eight years is the book Knowing Jesus Through the Old Testament. I've written about it on my blog. It's uh, powerfully inspiring as he uh, really lifts up Jesus so beautifully in the Old Testament and so he's done that now with the Holy Spirit as well. And I have found it uh, fantastic, helpful, insightful. Um, so pick it up. It's Knowing the Holy Spirit Through the Old Testament by Christopher Wright. And I think it would help you uh, gain even more from the next nine or ten weeks in our series on the Holy Spirit. So just three things today. It's all that we have on the Extra Point Podcast. Some information about the names or titles of the Holy Spirit. How could the disciples actually see the Holy Spirit and how that was a reference to the deity of the Holy Spirit, I believe, and then just a good book recommendation. Hope these three things will help you as you continue to think about and meditate on the ministry of and the work of the Holy Spirit 
And I look forward to seeing you, if not sooner, I'll see you this weekend at First Family. Y'all have a very good week.